Well, it's finally my favorite holiday, Halloween. That's right, fuck Christmas. Get that shit out of here. Halloween is the only time of the year where it's socially acceptable to eat candy all day and to scare the shit out of children. In fact, it's actively encouraged. The question raised every Halloween is, how am I going to celebrate this most sacred of holidays? Unless you have kids, you can't go trick-or-treating without looking like a creep. If you don't want to spend Halloween in a jail cell, you should probably stay inside. However, you weren't invited to your neighbor's Halloween party because she's still mad at you for running over her cat two months ago. Looks like you're spending another Halloween at home on the couch with a 12-pack of Southern Tier Pumpkin beer and your cardboard cutout of Christina Ricci. Listening to that Halloween CD you bought four years ago at a Goodwill for $1.50. Since there's only so many times you can listen to the Monster Mash without trying to calculate how much fake spider webs you need to asphyxiate yourself, you should probably find a movie to watch to forget about how pathetic your life really is. Luckily, I'm here to share with you my top 10 favorite movies to watch during Halloween. Keep in mind, this is not a top 10 list of horror movies, nor does it reflect how I would rank these movies in general. These are just movies I like to watch during the Halloween season that, I feel, capture the Halloween spirit. Let's get started. Number 10, How to Make a Monster from 1958. A lesser-known horror film about a makeup artist who hypnotizes actors into believing they're the monsters he makes them look like, and then sends them off to kill some corrupt movie producers for shutting down his studio. This is one of the more unique murder movies I've seen, and manages to be a monster movie without actually being a monster movie. I definitely recommend it to somebody looking for a murder movie that is a little bit different from what you come to expect. Plus, the ending is just interesting. Number 9, Psycho, from 1960. Alfred Hitchcock's most famous movie by far focuses around everyone's favorite mentally disturbed hotel manager, Norman Bates. By now, everybody knows the plot to this movie and the twist at the end, and everyone's seen the infamous shower scene that's become one of the most memorable in cinematic history. Hitchcock knew how to explore the human subconscious in a way that was both exciting and horrifying, and this movie is the perfect example. Norman, despite being an insane murderer, is painted as almost sympathetic. He's polite and charming, yet remarkably innocent. He's a man who had been broken through a lifetime of psychological torment. Even after his abusive mother's death, he still can't free himself from her control. She's become part of him. When the movie ends, you're left wondering, if I had experienced Norman's life, would I have come out any better? Hitchcock was able to show us just how thin the line between the sane and the insane really is, and in the right circumstances, all people can be broken. Number 8. Night of the Living Dead, from 1968. This legendary film by George Romero single-handedly created the zombie genre. This movie broke every taboo from the 1960s and ushered in a new wave of depravity into American cinema. The social commentary of this movie has been debated by critics for years. Whether it's actually a critique on American capitalism or racial tensions of the time period remains unknown. Either way, Night of the Living Dead is a truly remarkable film that set the bar for horror films that would follow. Number 7 From Beyond, 1986. Following his success with the reanimator, 
Writer and director Stuart Gordon brings us yet another film rendition of an H.P. Lovecraft classic. From Beyond is about a scientist who creates a resonator machine that allows humans to see creatures from a parallel universe that exists just outside our sensory capabilities. When the creatures from beyond threaten to invade our world, lab assistant Crawford Tillinghast, accompanied by Dr. Catherine McMichaels, must find a way to destroy the resonator and stop the invasion. This movie perfectly encapsulates the cosmic horror that Lovecraft was famous for. The creatures from beyond are both grotesque and otherworldly, as if by all logic they shouldn't even be able to exist. They provide an eerie glimpse into the unknown where things too horrifying to imagine lay waiting. The characters show us how fragile our sanity is when reality begins to crumble and the creatures of our nightmares come out from the shadows. Number 6. The Evil Dead, 1981. Sam Raimi's Evil Dead is as gruesome as it is hilarious. When it wants to creep you out, it does but also makes you laugh at just how cheap and unrealistic the makeup and effects are. I've said it before, but Sam Raimi is some kind of genius. A movie like this would have been a disaster in anyone else's hands, but Raimi knew what he wanted and managed to make a great film that would eventually lead to one of the best-known franchises and, of course, one of the best characters in film history, Ash Williams. Number 5, Dawn of the Dead. 1978. In my opinion, it's the best zombie movie ever made. The sequel to George Romero's Night of the Living Dead takes the zombie franchise to the next level. This time, Romero takes a more action-based approach, putting armed SWAT team members against a horde of the undead inside a shopping mall. Tom Savini's special effects still look great today. Dawn of the Dead cranks up the undead depravity to 11, and in my opinion, has yet to be matched. Number 4. Cabin in the Woods, 2011. Josh Whedon's film takes established horror themes and tropes, flips them on their heads, making for a unique story with one of the best climaxes I've ever seen. A group of teenagers stay in a cabin in the woods where they are slaughtered one by one by a family of undead rednecks. What they don't know is that the murders are actually being orchestrated by a secret organization playing out an ancient ritual tended to keep an ancient race of gods from taking over the earth. The organization members treat the ritual like it's a regular office job, making sure things are done by the book, and finding ways to entertain themselves. They make bets on what the subjects are going to do next, and play games to try to make the day go faster. They're meant to represent the audience watching the same horror movie cliches we've seen numerous times, and have grown bored of. Luckily for the audience, but less so for the organization. Monsters they hold captive for ritual purposes don't stay captive for long as they manage to break free and go on a rampage, killing anyone in sight. Number 3. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. 1966. Yeah, I know, it's not a gore-filled horror movie, but... Since this is a legit Halloween movie set on Halloween Day... It gets the number three spot, and anyone who has a problem with that is worse than Hitler. Watching this movie is basically a tradition on Halloween Day. I can't remember a single Halloween where I haven't sat in front of my TV in full costume watching Charlie Brown attempt to have a good Halloween as the world continues to shit on him while his friend Linus awaits the rise of the Great Pumpkin. It's heartwarming, and I'm not ashamed to admit that I love this movie. 
always been amazed by how the late and great Charles Schultz was able to make such simplistic characters resonate with so many people. He had the amazing ability to connect with others over universal experiences, the feelings of insecurity of living in a world where rules seem random and half the time just out to get you, and the childlike wonder of experiencing new things for the first time. I don't think I'm alone in saying that I've always felt a special kinship with Charlie Brown, trying to figure out where he fits into the world and making sense of things that just don't seem to inherently make sense. Number 2. Halloween, 1978. As if it wasn't obvious enough by the title that this would be on the list, as the first slasher movie, this one still manages to stand out amongst all the many that came after it. Psychopath Michael Myers breaks free from the psych ward and goes on a murder spree through the town of Haydenfield, Illinois. Pursued by the crazed killer, high schooler Laurie Strode tries to escape Michael's wrath while trying to protect the two kids she's been put in charge of babysitting. Michael Myers is an existential threat as a madman, killing indiscriminately, but manages to project an otherworldly horror as a seemingly unkillable monster who can appear at any moment. While the film makes sure to not paint Michael Myers as having any kind of supernatural abilities, the cold and ruthless way that he slaughters his victims makes him seem as if there is nothing human inside of him. He derives no joy from murder, nor does he seem to kill for any greater purpose. He kills simply to kill, as if it's simply in his nature to do so. Mixed with the inherent eerie feeling of Halloween, Michael's terror seems to reach new levels of horrifying, beyond that of just a regular serial killer. Both Jamie Lee Curtis and the late Donald Pleasance give solid performances that seem realistic and help increase the feeling of dread created by the silent killer, Michael Myers. The sequel to this movie, Halloween Part 2, provides a satisfying conclusion to this story, so I would highly recommend watching them together. The rest of the series is disappointing, to say the least, and does little more than recycle the same plot points and forces the story to continue on unnecessarily. And the remakes by Rob Zombie are just plain shitty and should be avoided at all cost. And finally, number one, Trick or Treat from 2007. Of all the movies on this list, this one personifies Halloween the best. Trick or Treat follows seemingly unconnected groups of people on Halloween night as they face unusually strange and eerie occurrences. What ties everyone together is the character Sam, the spirit of Halloween. Sam punishes anyone who breaks Halloween traditions such as not giving out candy, not wearing a costume, or blowing out the candle on a jack-o'-lantern before midnight. I don't think you can really beat a movie in which Halloween itself is reinforcing its own traditions in draconian fashion. On the only night of the year where the monsters come out of the shadows and the dead rise once again, you realize that absolutely anything can happen on Halloween night. So the only thing you can do is put on a costume, give out some candy, carve some pumpkins, and embrace the traditions that have been handed down through the centuries. Or else. So that's my list of the top 10 best movies to watch on Halloween. Remember, these are just some movies that I personally enjoy watching over this time of year. 
Do you have any other movies that you enjoy watching on Halloween? Leave a comment below and I might add it to my list of movies to watch. Or I may do a review on that movie. Until next time, happy Halloween.